Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a Miami Monday. You know how we do it here on the best of the Joe Show. Mondays tailored a little extra Miami to get you through the roughest day of the week. And it's been a rough day for me. A little too much celebrating this weekend. That quarantine, it'll get you every single time. So on the way, going to have music from a Miami artist, which you will definitely enjoy. I've just previewed some of the music. Also, you can go on my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio, hashtag Miami Monday. Let me know what makes you so Miami, and if I like it, might read it out on the air. Then we're going to check in with the Joe Rose Show. They're talking to the coach of the D at the U, Coach Banda. Also, Dan Labatar has got those weekend observations. Then Hawk and Crowder, the last dance of the last dance. First things first, though, let me get to these headlines. Late Dolphins coach Don Shula was honored by the U.S. Senate and has been put on the U.S. congressional record. The Marlins have been cleared to begin spring training as long as they adhere to social distancing standards. The Dolphins have released Delance Turner. The tailback has only had a handful of carries in his two-year career. Channing Frye has compared heat guard Goran Dragic to basketball great John Stockton. Frye and Dragic were teammates in Phoenix. The Canes basketball team have landed All-American East guard Elijah Olani, from Stony Brook University in New York. Kentucky has released their entire national championship cheerleading squad's staff for lack of oversight. The Wildcats have won 24 championships in 35 years, and the coaches are blamed for allowing a culture of hazing, nudity, and overconsumption of alcohol. With that being said, we need to step into the day spa. (sighs) A Japanese folklore mythical mermaid monster named Amabi has seen a resurging presence in the country because of her powers to ward off disease. Ooh, can I claim her as my hot mess of the day? Residents of Brandon, Florida neighborhood are fed up with a flock of 50 peacocks. The birds are in mating season, thus making more noise than normal and defecating everywhere. Peacock spring break! 
Two men donning watermelons on their heads robbed a Virginia area store and are now behind bars. Robbing a store with watermelons as masks? Let them off the hook. That's just hilarious. A British homeowner was shocked when they reviewed home security footage showing their neighbor who was feeding their dog while they were out of town, stripping down naked and joining two other people in their hot tub. They should not be surprised. You know, if you own a hot tub and leave town, it's gonna get used. Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast calls for rain with temperatures in the mid 70s. Waking up, the best part of it, not Folgers in your cup, but it is some Joe. The Joe Rose Show, weekdays, 6 to 10, right here at 560. The Joe, earlier they caught up with Coach Banda of the U, talking about recruiting, a lot like dating, his personnel, being locked in, and what is his new normal. The co-defensive coordinator, the safeties coach, and the youth development coordinator at the U. Coach Ephraim Band is going to join us right now for a couple minutes. Coach, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, man. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're uh, just sitting here stirring it up a little bit, having a little fun there, Coach. And i got to ask you, man, before we get into all this stuff, you're known as a really, really good recruiter. Uh, Vontae Williams, a four-star safety, was a huge get for this team. And uh, I saw Coach gave you full credit for that. What makes a great recruiter? What have you noticed? Like, what makes one guy on a staff better than another guy, if, if you don't mind just tell me what you do. When you get good or or better than good, I guess, in in, in anything, you got to love and you got to really want to do it. I think if you just stick your toe in the water and or you do it because you have to, we all have that. No matter what you're doing in life, no matter you know if you're listening and you're working, doing whatever you're doing, if you're just doing it because you have to, you'll never really maximize you know your ability. So I think you got to really really want to do it. And if you're going to work down here and you're going to recruit at Miami or in South Florida, you got to really love it and you got to really want it because it's not easy it's hard and I think at the end of the day the best ones I've seen they enjoy the process and I and I'll be honest with you for me where I found success and I think it really in anything I love to I love to compete period if it's competing and recruiting or competing on a football field or competing to prepare my guys better than any other coach out there then that's what I'm trying to do you know so that we can win games so I think in the day it's you got to want it you got to love it and you got to want to compete still coach I I know when you go out there and you're wearing that UM, just a little follow-up to that. Can you get a sense, because you've been doing this a while now, on a guy, whether he's really interested or he just kind of wants you on his list, can you get a sense when you go to a home or you're talking to a guy, and now, of course, you have to do it from home, whether he's legit and really wants to come? Or, you got to get a pretty good feel for that, don't you? You do. You can feel it. You can sense it. It's almost like dating where you can tell if a girl's if she texts you out of the blue or or does she send you a message out of the blue? She's sliding your DMs a little bit versus yeah. you always doing it. <laughs> and um, yeah. I, I do sense. That's a good point. I Very do well. sense. You can you can feel it. You can sense it. Um, some of them play it a little closer to the vest. They they keep their cards you know down a little bit on the table. And those are the ones you got to be careful with because they may really really want to be a cane. And then really the last part where where sometimes we run into trouble. You know, down in South Florida, they'll start as, you know, whatever stars and then they'll blow up and then they get lost in the recruiting process and they kind of lose their true love for being a hurricane through the process, through all the coaches calling, through all the media and all the BS at the end of the day that they have to go through the, and, and they lose their focus and, and their love for the place. And that's where you got to do a great job of continuing to remind them 
of their first intuition and then at the same time, you know, really, really stay consistent and positive with them. And if you do, that's what will happen. You'll win a kid like we did with Devonte. You know, we just never stopped. We never relented, you know, for years over years. And it wound up mattering at the end. Coach, it's funny, too, because the rest of the world in the last, you know, six to eight weeks has uh, become a virtual world, meetings on Zoom, uh, meetings on GoToMeeting, whatever it is, wherever you could find a place to have a meeting or a press conference. That's what's been going on. But you just st- you just said it because social media is a big platform for you when it comes to um, recruiting. And so it's not much of a change with that for you, I'm assuming. But isn't it weird to kind of talk to guys or have to talk to guys or even players right now that are on your team via these, you know, Zoom meetings or anything like that? Everything has really changed, but it's just weird that you can't have like the kind of face-to-face chats like we're normally used to having, especially when it comes to preparing for the new season. It's got to be weird for the coaching staff. You know, it's been very challenging all from the recruiting front. I'll say the positives that have come from not having face face-to-face contact. And here's, you know, one thing that I'm people don't really, really understand about UM until you get here. The amount of unofficials and people and recruits coming to your campus is unbelievable. Like you, you see so many more recruits when you work at UM in person and speak to them in person more than any other place I've been because of, you know, the, the big city and people always passing through or just the local, all the local recruits. So you're so used to that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you flip a switch and we go through a pandemic and you're on a computer screen talking to these young men. But the best part about it is the benefit is you've got to really, really get to know them and their families and because everyone's at home. No one can really be out. So we're really getting to know the, the, the young man. They're getting to know us. Uh, I think that's been the biggest benefit, but but definitely challenging. The hardest part, I'd say, is with our kids, our current roster and our staff. We're a really close group of staff, and we're really – you're used to being around your players all the time. So not being able to be there physically and, and be around them, that's been the ch- most challenging part. But there's been positive and negatives. And I'll say the last part is, is I think we've really learned as football coaches we really can do a lot more from home than we ever thought we could. You know, as coaches, we feel like we got to always – be on it and I get it I mean I still I, I, I there's parts of that but I think we've also taught ourselves we can do a lot more away from the office than we really thought we ever could coach can we get into your team a little bit and uh, especially defensively and the most hype group by far I haven't seen this in a long time Russo Phillips and Roche what you've seen from them, obviously you, you saw one of them up close last year in the year that R- Russo had. But what about the other two guys? Have you seen it from them in a little bit of spring you're able to get in? Is the hype fair? Because I always worry when I see a guy get those guys get hyped up with the numbers they put up and potential they have. How are they doing? I would say really that whole end class, you know, Cam Williams as well and, uh, and Jafari Harvey, they are super, super talented group. Throughout the spring, I was really, really impressed really by all of them how hard they worked you know how competitive they were it was a group that we're really really excited about for sure in terms of the hype at the end of the day it is what it is it's just hype they got to go out there and prove it and that's been a big big point for us defensively we got to go out there and prove you know that we can be or or maintain the standard defensively you know i'm not talking about wins and loss i'm talking about the standard of how we play defense and they got to go out there and do that because really only the only other than greg you know obviously quincy had a fantastic year with temple and even watching him on opponent film has been awesome but we got to do it as a group but that group is definitely talented maybe as talented as we've ever had in terms of a group we love the young guys they're all you know other than the three that you just mentioned they're they're super talented we're excited 
and, and uh, I can't wait to see him chase quarterbacks. It makes my job a lot easier. If we do go on, and, and I'm hopefully that we are going to go on with a full football season with no, you know, in a couple of months that everything goes back to normal or semi-normal, uh, if it, if there's no fans in the crowd or, or in the stadium, is, is that going to be something weird for you coaches also? I mean, I know it's going to be weird for everybody out there, but is it, you know, we've seen the Hard Rock Stadium at its finest, you know, the Notre Dame game, the Virginia Tech game a couple of years ago. We, we've seen it like that, but, but with no crowd, how weird is it going to be for you and the players? I think it will be very interesting. I think what's going to happen is you're going to find out really, really who cares about this game. Right. You know, guys that don't need – when you're really locked in, you don't even notice them as a player. I, I do question the ones that, that, that maybe aren't – that didn't need it or that are you know, not really all into the game. Those are the ones that are going to struggle the most, and we got to do a great job of identifying those guys at the end of the day, not playing them, because we got to do whatever it takes to win games, whether there's one fan or – or 65,000 fans. It doesn't matter. We got to win. Uh, we got to find the ones that really care about that more than anything else. But yeah, it definitely will be odd. I, I, I think of the, for me, being here going on five years now, the one game that I think is is that Florida State game and right. what that feels like, whether you're in Miami or in Tallahassee, uh, it's a euphoric, awesome event. That would be the one that's kind of odd, the most odd, I think, if I look at, if I look at the schedule, period, whether you're playing Alabama or you're playing, you know, anybody, it's it's that game that, that you just always know and, and remember being a cane. Hey, Coach, uh, real quick on the safety position. Uh, you talked about him, one of the most highly recruited players you got is Avante Williams. How does he fit in coming into camp? How do you treat it with Cooper already there, Hall there, Bolden and wherever he stands with you right now? Does he have a chance, like a lot of these true freshmen, even the, the new corners that you have, will those guys have a chance to come in and compete under the circumstances? and still have a chance to play? You know, when we went into the recruiting uh, cycle last year, we, we identified an area of our team that we wanted to stock up on. We got to the end of last year and, and we're looking for bodies to, to put in the game and on special teams for Coach Packey, on third down for us. Uh, the way the game is officiated in terms of some of the rules and, and a lot of times the DBs are the ones that get kicked out for targeting. So we were very, very persistent on taking as many safeties and corners as we could find that we, that we thought could play at Miami. So, yes, I, I do expect those guys to come in and help us. It will be challenging for them because of not having, you know, full quote-unquote summer, if you will. But we have been already actively meeting with those players. Uh, we, we are allowed to by rule. So we have been meeting with those young guys alone in their own room, own Zoom room, and teaching them at a slower pace so that when they walk on the you know field or whenever they get to walk into those dorms for the first time, it won't be the first time they've ever heard us speak some of the defensive language. But I'm I absolutely I'm, I'm anticipating all those guys contributing. Uh, but in the, the day, like anything, like everything, you're going to find out through this pandemic who really, really is paying attention and who really, really wants to help and be a part of this, or are they just still not there yet mentally and you know and really just focused, locked in enough to handle playing as a freshman. Hey, Coach, real quickly on Bolden, I wanted to ask you, he transferred from USC, you know, as a really highly recruited guy in the country. He only got to play a handful of games. How's he look? Is he caught up? Was it just too much to ask of a, a guy to just come in and try to play at the end of the year? How do you look at him right now? You know, I, you know, coming off the injury, I'm really proud of his, his effort. I think that he's had a great spring considering everything he's been through. Uh, his journey has been tough. It is not been easy it's very it, to say use the word the kids use a lot is aki herky jerky constantly stop and go uh, but i'm proud of you know his efforts and how hard he's worked to this point i have his attention right now and i'm i'm excited about that i expect him to play well um i expect 
really that upper echelon group of safeties in Amari Carter, Gervin Hall, and Bubba to be a, a really strong point for us defensively. We always talk about it, Coach Diaz and I, Coach Baker, Coach Backey, this, the spine of our defense, our D-tackles, our linebackers, and our safeties will always be what holds us upright and, and, and keeps us as strong as we are. And we're really excited about having those three this year. Uh, but yeah, with Bubba, I'm excited about where he's at. I'm, I, I can't wait to get him off on the field from what I can hear and, and everything that I'm hearing through. What he's been doing, he's pretty much full go. So whenever they give us the green light, uh, he's ready to he's ready to hit the field and be in full contact whenever we get to that point. Coach, you guys going to be uh, – I know that Manny Diaz spoke on Friday. You guys going to be on campus this week with a couple players maybe coming off surgery or need treatment. Is that gonna, that's going to happen this week? I think they've got the green light to see the post-op or post-operation guys, you know, since they are opening some of the clinics and, and some of the things around the city. We're allowed to see some of our post-op guys. So it's going to be good to get, you know, some of the guys that we've had go through surgery on campus and see where they're at. Uh, obviously, practicing so safe social distancing measures one at a time. Very, very. There's going to be a procedure where they got to go through before they even get into the building. So it'd be nice to see where those guys are at. Those are the ones you worry about the most uh, because obviously they had surgery and then we had to send them away with their family. So there, I think there will be a procedure and, and those guys will be around. Run through your day because I know this is brand new to all you coaches who are used to going out and going to spring football for high school and getting targeted in guys and talking to underclassmen and and uh, 21 22 classes and all that what what's it been like run me through a normal day between players on the team now and recruiting for the future and run it through let me, give me an idea what your day looks like <laughs> All right, here we go. So I'll, my first thing I'll do is I'll kind of wake up in the morning to try to get a little workout in, keep myself active, right? Because you don't want to run out to that South Florida heat and whenever they tell us to practice and start coaching, you'll fall out. So <laughs> I'll, start with, I'll start with something like that. Then what I'll do is I'll get on the Zoom call with all my incoming freshmen. So Brian Balaam, Jalen Harrell, and Avante Williams, all the three that are currently not on the roster but will be here finishing up high school. I'll get on there uh, and we'll talk through install, talk through backpedal school, just teach them the game. After that, I'll get on the phone with my current roster safety. So your Bubba Bolden, your uh, Mari Carter, Gervin Hall, Keyshawn Washington, early enrollee freshman. So I'll get on there and we will, at first, we really were kind of academic advisors. So we would talk through their academic schedule, et cetera, and then do football. After that, we usually <clears throat> meet defensively as a staff and work through a normal staff meeting defensively, take a break. Coach wants us to take a break and then we'll meet as a full staff and talk through more 30,000 feet things that Coach Diaz has for us. And then after that, we, we will, I'm sorry, well, well, that'll be 11, and then we'll actually recruit in the afternoon. So in the afternoon, this would be a time where I'd be getting on the road and I'd be hand, you know, going to my area high schools and I'd be walking into a high school checking on the next 21 or 22, 23 kid that we don't even know his name yet. And I'd be walking into a high school. So what we're doing to do that is we're getting, we're lining up a schedule to like we would do in the spring schools that we have in our area and calling and finding out about these kids and, and also checking in on the high school coaches and doing our due diligence and that. So we're working through that while at the same time, we have 2021 uh, recruits calling in and doing virtual um, campus tours, working, you know, doing a somewhat of a junior day a lot of, of the time with the, with the recruits. But that happens from any time between whenever they wake up till 8, 9 o'clock in the evening. So you just never know when those calls will come. You try to organize it, but obviously they have families and situations, things, that, and they have school. I mean, they're still in school too. So you're working through that. So you're kind of 
juggling all these things. You're, you live by your phone or you really live by your computer. You got to be ready to jump back on the computer and handle a, a virtual tour or, or, or work through a cut up and teach them, take them through something that you want them to know about their recruiting process. So that's kind of a normal day. It's not really normal, but that's yeah. kind of it in a nutshell. Yeah, man, that, that's <clears> crazy. <throat> hey, coach, real quickly, you feel I hear this all the time. I know you hear it, too. So it's nothing new. I'm not ambushing you. You think we're doing a good job recruiting uh, Dade Broward and uh, I'll throw Palm Beach in there? You, you feel good about the job that we're doing now? No, it, by, by no means you're not ambushing me, and it, and it is a, a fair question. And, and to answer your question, I do. Here's what I know. I know that since we've walked into this university, and especially defensively now, holistically as a team, we've put two coaches in every single county. Uh, from day, there's two. There's two in Broward. There's two in Palm Beach. Okay, so. We're, we have we have a lot of boots on the ground. We know about kids before they even transfer to the big STAs or the big whatever schools they go to. Elijah Roberts is a great example. I knew about him at Carl Park before he went to Columbus because we walked into our area schools and we found out about a young man before he was even you know a name before he even had a recruiting profile on two four seven before Gary Furman or Andrew Ivans ever even you know named him blank or blank type of recruit. So I know that we are thoroughly combing the area for these young players. And and we're finding out about them, and we know more about them than any school in the country. I 100% believe that. I know that for a fact. What we have to do or continue to do is find ways to get them excited about Miami. Look, at the end of the day, these young men don't remember a lot of the past, and that is what it is. That's part of life. You know, what we got to do is go out and win and get them excited about Miami. That will happen. And I know for, I heard you talk about it before we got on here about a past person that you were sitting with that got, you know, was kind of surprised about when you said, oh, they're going to be good. I know what's behind the curtain. And whenever they let us freaking go, I know that we're going to be successful this year. I know in the bottom of my heart, I really, really do. Because I've been here long enough. I know the signs. I see what what's happening. And, and I know once we get, they really, really get this place excited again they're gonna come we got it and i also know that we're doing a great job of really identifying and finding good players and look at the end of the day some of them are gonna leave you can't you can't change that that's the way this world works now there's nothing you can do about that but we got to get enough of them like we did this past you know cycle and then win and get more great stuff perfect perfect answer that's that's good way to that's good way to wrap it up we need a little fix from you there coach banda nice nice job thank you so much (laughs) for coming on. We can't get anything by you, man. You're ready to go. Thank you. Hey, those are some crazy uh, tennis ball rules. You know, me and my wife picked up uh, the sport in the <laughs> pandemic. You just kind of sitting around, didn't have a lot to do. So, uh, you know, we picked up tennis, and uh, it's good to know that, she, that I can still share my tennis balls with her on the tennis court. And, yeah. and, uh, and you know, crazy, crazy share rules. balls together. <laughs> right. And you guys are living together, so she doesn't have to kick your balls, which is even better, Coach. Good stuff. She, good she, stuff. she, she likes from to time to time. Let's go! I need more football than just German Bundesliga on the weekends with no fans in attendance. The U! Oh man, Coach Banda got me excited right there. Gonna get excited in just a few minutes with the Dan Lebitard Show. We're supposed to be watching the NBA playoffs, and it dawned on me that they are not. Be back with that, plus... Some Miami music on the way this Miami Monday on the Best of the Joe Show. Out of high school, now you want to get loose. And so you come around my people just to chill with my crew. And so I'll take you to the dance floor just to see what you do. I like the way you're about to move and so I'm moving with you. Let's go. 
This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and oh yeah, feeling that Miami Monday with 305's own Untamed. This is song, Get Loose. Not only is Untamed a great freestyle rapper, but also he owns his own skateboard company, Untamed Gorilla Skateboards. What's not to like about that? Let's like it some more. Mm. Instagram, at Untamed305. So if you're rapping, skateboarding, or just hanging out, throw some Untamed on and represent for South Florida. Ah. Speaking of representing for South Florida, Dan Levitard Show. Been doing it, doing it, and doing it well for a long time. And on Mondays, got to get those weekend observations in. It is time for Stugatz to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boys do. Dan, little soccer, little golf, little UFC, some NASCAR. For a moment, Dan, it felt like sports were back. Then I realized we're supposed to be watching the NBA playoffs. And it dawned on me that they are not. The Warriors said they feel the pain of the last dance. Warriors, do me a favor. Take their names out of your mouths right now. Do it now. Thank you. Let me, I mean, what happened there? Seriously, what are the war? the Warriors are comparing themselves to the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and the Bulls who won six titles in eight years and would have won eight and eight had he not taken over baseball? Let you do it! You don't feel any of their pain! <laughs> you went, I got the rent! <sighs> Need a sip of water, I'm sorry, Dan. Uh, because you were screaming. That's All why right. you're, you're, you're red-faced. Uh, you've been red-faced since you told Scottie Pippen to get over it. Yeah. Let me get this straight. Hiring a minority is worth 10 spots in the third round? Jesus. Anyone else wondering what percentage of the NFL is going to get arrested if the league doesn't come back soon? Anyone? Where the blazes was Juanita. Put it on the poll, Guillermo. Have you ever used the phrase, wear the blazes? What's the age of someone that uses wearing the blazes? <laughs> I mean, you led me right into that observation. Well done by you. <laughs> Dan, Monday topic. NFL players getting arrested because we're not playing football. Collision course. Listen, I say this with all due respect to the drivers. But even during unpress, you're right, I don't. But even during unprecedented times, with precious little live sports to watch, I ain't watching cars go in circles. Bryce Harper laid out his idea for the next three baseball seasons. Must have taken up a lot of his time. Bryce, do me a favor. You're getting paid a half billion dollars. Lay out your ideas for how you're not going to strike out 180 times like you did last season. Thanks. Erling Howland to score. Minus 125. Gift. At first glance, I thought Paul George died at the age of 70. 
It's Holland. Whatever. Tomato, tomato. It was a gift. That it was. From the soccer gods. Mike, you're my soccer god. Anyway, at first glance, I thought, what? How does that guy keep scoring every time that he plays? Uh, he's got, I have no he's idea. got 10 yeah. goals in 2020 on 21 shots. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, geez, it's like 80%. At first glance, I thought Paul George <laughs> died at the age of 70. Oh, no. Yeah, you already made that bad joke once. Yeah. Well, I We're didn't know if sure you heard, heard him. <laughs> Alistair Overeem. Menace in class. All wrapped into one. Monday Night Football should hire Daniel Cormier. He's He's really good. Jim Kelly said with Brady out of the division, if the Bills don't win the AFC East, something is wrong. Jim, A, it's football. B, at least you didn't put any additional unnecessary pressure on your former team. Professional golfers when clean-shaven and wearing pants... Look like professional golfers. Professional golfers unshaving wearing shorts. Look like me and Fat Chris. Wait. Is there a chance the highest paid player in Major League Baseball this season will be Bobby Bonilla? Bobby Bo. Major League Baseball wants severe penalties for fights in 2020. Manfred. Here's an idea. Ban fights. You're welcome. CBSSports.com, Sunday afternoon, second headline. Eagles won't pursue Clowney unless... Dot, dot, dot. Hashtag COVID-19. So does the NBA find Knicks are poopy poop butt butts butts cup for tampering? Soup. soup. What do you? But soup. But yeah, soup. I should have read that first. You want to try it again? It's your no. They're your yeah, observations. Poopy cup butt butt Never soup mind. for tampering. Just keep it, you keep no. Just keep, just it, keep it moving. Poopy poop butt butt. This soup. is this is this is the this Hold is on. the best way I have ever <laughs> been angry cup, at butt. you. Are you ready? Mm. Yeah. Poopy poop butt butt soup, Stugatz. Poopy poop butt butt soup. I don't know why you're putting a cup in there. Is it your dyslexia? Easy. Poopy poop butt butt soup. Easy for you to say. Is it just me or are the weekends getting shorter and shorter? Also, anyone else notice the woodpeckers are coming? <laughs> huh? Anyone? I got two living in my house. I ain't joking. They live in poles in my house. I'm serious. Sunday afternoon headline, profootballtalk.com. Lions agree to terms with fourth rounder Logan Stenberg. A, who is Logan Stenberg? B, hashtag COVID-19. Right below that, Anthony Hitchens. If we get run defense settled, we should be a top five defense. Who is Anthony Hitchens? Does he play or coach defense? What team is he talking about? Also, hashtag COVID-19. Sunday afternoon nap to the sounds of golf on my television. I missed you so much. Warriors GM Bob Myers. When you already have an all-time great team and add an all-time great player, it feels cheapened. 
I think what Kevin Durant doesn't realize is that it seems like he's a misery to be around. Phyllis George, a pioneer, and someone for young girls to look up to. Thank you. Enjoy heaven. 50-50 on whether or not you'll see Brent up there one day. But I guarantee you, don't worry about having to see our Bryles because he's permanently in hell. Dan, those are the weekend observations. That is one way to get through a Monday. Stugat's weekend observations. It is a Miami Monday, so next going to have music. Oh, more music from Miami's own. Ooh, Miami's own untamed. You don't want to miss that. Plus, you don't want to miss this. Can you imagine going from three finals, championships, three wins in a row to that? Cornell have, David, Brent can't have, Barry. You can't have a Rusty and a Dickie on the same roster. You know you're going to fail. Hawk and Crowder next on the Best of the Joe Show. Oh, man. Where my real thrash is at, turn it up right now, man. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a Miami Monday, so you know I got some Untamed 305 Thrasher. Not only a great rapper, he has his own skateboarding company, so skater, rapper, Miamian. Untamed 305. Can't tame Hawk and Crowder. They're wilding out every day. Earlier today, all about the last dance. The last dance for the last dance. Hi. What's up? Hey. Monday. Hawkman and Crowder. Bravo, ESPN. Yes. Bravo. Oh, my goodness. Did I love that documentary? And I don't know. You know, we've talked about it over the last five weeks, right? Because it was two episodes uh, a Sunday, ten episodes total. So over the last five weeks, we've talked about it. Like, you know, obviously, I grew up in Chicago. Now, I moved away from Chicago in 87. I moved down to Miami to go to University of Miami in 87. So, And I never lived there again, essentially. I would go back on the summers uh, for the first couple of years. But, man, I have such unbelievable memories of that era and like we've talked about I don't know if it's necessarily that we're all you know um, quarantined and looking for stuff to do because there's no sports I don't know if it's because I'm from Chicago but man I mean there if there was ever any doubt in my mind that LeBron uh, superseded MJ as the GOAT. That all went to uh, to hell because MJ is the GOAT forever, and I'm pretty certain he could come back today and drop 50 if he wanted to. <laughs> I don't know. I think his habits, his habits got out of hand now. Possible. No, man, I loved it. I wasn't even a crazy Bulls fan, but just so much I learned. I, did, I remember Rodman going on WWF, whatever it was with Hogan, I didn't know it was after game three. That's <laughs> unbelievable, right? Your jaw hits the floor because you you kind of forget, or at least I kind of forgot, and there wasn't social media where it would feed on itself and there'd be all the memes and stuff. I mean, could you imagine if, like, uh, Tony Romo went on vacation during vacation week and it went crazy. Yeah. It, it was a week for vacation. Dennis Rodman skipped an NBA Finals practice to go appear on WWF. 
And then just and then after he comes back, they have the footage of that first practice back, and you're thinking Phil's about to go crazy. Phil <laughs> jokes about it, and then Michael starts joking about it, and then practice just starts. No big deal. Yep. And yeah, then he goes and balls come, out. Yeah, come on, Rodzilla. And then Dennis goes out and show, he shows his tail. But, yeah, man, it, I, I'm enjoying it, and I never thought – LeBron superseded Jordan in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But yes, it, it does make me happy that everybody else is realizing. Woo, just loving it. This is amazing. So here is now. Remember they they so it ends, you know, and and you, you kind of get the feeling like Jerry Reinsdorf was ready to keep everybody together for a uh, a chance to defend, and Phil Jackson really is the one that said, "Nah, it's time for us to to move on." Now I don't I don't know how much of that is the way that it was presented or not, but um, I I looked at the two rosters so. Here's the because then they go into rebuild mode, right? They're gonna just fix it up real quick. So here's the roster 1998 when they win the finals for the last time. Judd Bushler, you didn't really see him in the thing. Randy Brown, you didn't really see him in the thing. Scott Burrell, the hoe, made another appearance uh, last <laughs> night. Jason Caffey, you didn't see much. Ron Harper, Michael Jordan, Steve Kerr, Tony Kukoc, Luke Longley, Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Bill Wennington. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable roster. Now, I don't know if it's as good as the the Golden State roster, just name wise, with uh, Draymond, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and uh, Kevin Durant. But it's an unbelievably good roster. Here's the roster the next season for the Jerry Krause uh, Chicago Bulls, who I think were coached by Tim Floyd. You know, th- this is going to be the quick. Uh, the quick rebuild. Brent Barry, Corey Benjamin, Mario Bennett, Keith Booth, Randy Brown, Mark Bryant, Corey Carr, Cornell David, Ron Harper, Tony Kukoc, Charles Jones, Andrew Lang, Rusty LaRue, Dickie Simpkins, and Bill Wennington. Can you imagine going from three finals championships, three wins in a row, to that Cornell have, David, Brent have, Barry. Can't have a Rusty and a Dickie on the same roster. You know you're going to fail. That's that's a, that's a guaranteed uh, rule in any sports. It's not just NBA. If you've got Rusty and Dickie on your roster, you, you've got a bad team. And then, but you know what? And and I'm with you on Phil. That was one of my things about watching it where Phil even came out. He was like, no, that was the end. But if Reinsdorf said it didn't have to be the end, now you decided it was the end. He felt, Reinsdorf felt like he could go around Jerry Krause. He yep, was about yep, to supersede yep, Jerry Krause. Yep, and yep. so that, and then Michael said, you know, I'm, I, Michael flat, I said, I'd have signed another one-year deal. I know Kerr would have came back. I know Ron would have came back. Pip would have been tough, but if me, Ron, um, um, uh, Pip Kukoc, and everybody, Kukoc yeah. coach and, and Rodman comes back, then Pip would come it. back. Like that, that, that last episode, episode 10, that was the, that was the part of it that made me kind of look funny. Like, ah, oh, this might've been a lot on Phil. Right. Uh, but, but if they told him all season long, you're not coming back. Doesn't matter if you win a hundred games, you're not coming back. And they, you know, made it very clear. Then Phil, now I, I saw, uh, um, uh, Skip Bayless today said, it makes him feel like Phil Jackson and the Lakers already had a handshake deal. Because, you know, he went to coach mm. the Lakers. Yeah. Um, and and that would be a bummer on Phil's part. But you know what? If he was told all season long, which he was, and Jerry Reinsdorf never said anything different, you know, if he was told all season, 
you are not coming back, you are not coming back, well, then you kind of mentally prepare for that. And I would say also maybe you do come up with other options like the Lakers and your head starts to go elsewhere. And so then when it's all over, for Jerry Reinsdorf to come to him and say, hey, let's do it again. like and it's, it's a little hollow at that point. It's kind of like what Michael said. Why, why did you say it at the beginning of the yeah. season? Why did you have to take that firm stance from the get-go? Because you may have robbed the city of Chicago and Michael and Scotty and Phil their seventh ring. Like, you, who put it all together might have robbed them of the seventh as well. And we I forgot who we talked to because, like you said, we've been doing this over a month. Yeah. We know what five weeks of But somebody said Jerry had an ego too. That was the downfall. Jerry Jerry had a very big ego as a GM, and he had his banners up. And he was – and um, Scotty said at the end of 10, he was like, I play with the best player. I play with the best coach. And he kind of shrugged his shoulders. He was like, if you think about it, I play with the best GM in the game who put these yep. teams together. Yep. So Jerry had his ego. So that might have been just ego coming out saying, you know what? I think it's time to blow it up. I'm going to let him know. In retrospect, we all see that was a terrible mistake. But ego gets a hold. You know that testosterone gets to flow and that ego gets involved. And I think that's what bit Jerry in the butt on that decision to tell him. And to, to your point, Hawk, how would it help your team to tell them preseason, this is the last time. Right. It was just stupid. It was dumb. It, it, like, what's the benefit of that? But that is, yes. that was Jerry Krause flexing. You know, I'm as important as everyone else. Like, don't get it twisted. It's not Michael and Scotty and Rodman and Kukoc and Phil. It's me. And and without me, you know, and, and that was the, the but, but that happens all the time, right? Like, the, the thing that makes something great is also the thing that tears it apart at the end because the egos and whatnot get in the way. But yeah, man, yeah, he, he I went out and got rusty. It. He went out and got, got rusty and Dicky and Larue and Dicky Simpkins. There <laughs> you go, Jerry. You had a plan, Jerry. <laughs> what a documentary, though. Oh, did yes, I love it? We're going to talk about it today. Uh, Mark Silverman, Sylvie, our friend from Waddle and Sylvie in uh, Chicago, ESPN <laughs> Chicago. Why did Why did they give um, Jordan's kids eight seconds apiece, bro? So this is my theory on that. I, it's so funny that you put that up. So. I'm watching it last night, and I go, you know what happened? The producers of this movie sat down and talked with Michael Jordan's kids for 10 hours, I bet. And then they got to the final episode, and they were like, man, we've got to put them somewhere, right? I mean, we we can't just leave the entire interview on the on the editing room floor. But it made... It, it made good backstory, right? That That Michael and his wife were so scared of the Utah fans, they kept the kids at home. And then uh, Utah poisoned him also. So it made, like, it kind of made sense. Like, that, it, it was fair. Like, that was pretty good parenting. That was good. That was, that was very good on their part. Hey, these fans might be dangerous. Also, they just poisoned us. <laughs> and um, I think Jordan had a team of 15 security guards. You couldn't have one sit next to your kids. It's like, I, I just, I don't, that was crazy. I don't believe that. And I do not believe the flu game is pizza poison with seven delivery men. I just broke. I'm, I'm not, you're, you're not going to pee on me. You're not going to pee on me and tell me it's raining. raining. You're Anything not getting Michael me again. Says, I am good with <laughs> That's going to do it. I am Dan Day. Thanks for listening. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.